everyone. This is three questions with Matt Woods. Got music, man. Hey, Matt and I were just talking and I, I'm, I'm really excited to have it. We actually, I was on his podcast last week. So we're just like best friends and we're just hanging best out. Friends, like, what are we going to do next week? I don't know. Right. It's kind of funny. Exactly. <laughs> so, hey, Matt, thanks. Thanks for, uh, thanks for uh, being on the podcast and just kind of looking at your Twitter bio and just getting to know you. Like you are very accomplished. You've done incredible stuff. Right. And I just absolutely sure. so inspired to. Uh, be able to have this time to connect with you. And I know a lot of people are going to resonate uh, with what you have to share. So when you think about your career and just all the accomplishments that you have, but then you think about, you know, some of your own teachers, who's a teacher that you think of um, who really inspired you and why? Man, it's a great question. Um, it's a couple that come to mind. Um, first, it was uh, one of my social studies teachers um, back in the day when I was in high school, uh, Mr. Mark Hatcher. Uh, so if he's listening, shout out Mr. Hatcher. Um, he was such a, he's just, first off, he's just a good person, just a good guy, good person. But he always had this calm demeanor about himself. He was just always just so smooth, so cool. Like you never saw him get worked up. Actually, I take that back. He got worked up one time because somebody was acting a fool in the hallway. And I thought he was about to jump out of his shirt. Like we had never seen him upset. Right. Um, but he was just like I said, he was just first off, he's just such a good guy because he built a lot. He built relationships. And he cared and he didn't have to tell you he cared. It was just the way his right. actions, his gestures. Um, and he just made the class fun and exciting. Um, so he was one. And then the other one um, was actually a college professor that I had, Dr. Marianne Norman. Um to this day, still the hardest teacher I had. Um, the 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 level of rigor and expectation she had for us was just unreal. But she was another one. She was big on building relationships, mm -hmm. and um, she expected excellence, not just proficient proficiency. She expected excellence out of all of us, um, and pushed all of us to really tap into our potential and and maximize everything that we have. So, so those are the two, man, that are the, the ones that immediately come to mind. Yeah, I, you don't know. I don't know if you know this, but you said shout out. And so Marianne Hatcher and sorry, Mark Hatcher and Marianne Norman shout out. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that I was coming. Did you? Didn't know I was coming. Didn't know. Anyone who listens to this podcast know it's like my favorite thing. And you said shout out. And I was like doing everything not to press the button when you said it. So I'm like, should I interrupt? Like, should I do it right now? Because that would have caught me off guard. I'd have been yeah. like. Yeah, I don't know. I figure that. Well, it's, I, love, I love the story. I, I actually love both the stories. Because I think a lot of times when you said, you know, um, Marianne Norman building those relationships, but had high expectations. That's the thing, right? You can go so much further when you know someone's got your back. And that's something I talk about all the time. I think it's so uh, important. Um, the, the, the thing that you said about, uh, Mark Hatcher, which I really appreciate is that he did lose his cool at one point, but it was like, if he did, you knew something was up, right? Oh man. Yeah. Like you, we all were like, wait, what? And cause yeah. I think some kids were arguing or something. So obviously right. he was trying to, you know, like, he was trying to, like, you know, the line, the line, so, and that, that was something. So I actually, when I was thinking about this, uh, I, I actually, um, I ref basketball for years and years and years, right? And I remember this one. I remember this one game 
uh, we were talking. Actually, remember, there's two coaches I can think of. There's one. Uh, this guy, he yelled nonstop at the refs. Just he was yelling all the time, yelling all the time. And you just you just learn to like mute him out of your mind. So nothing he said mattered. You know what I mean? And so like he would just yell, 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 yell. And you just kind of like you just kind of turn it off because you just get mad about everything. Right. So I, I think about that a lot. Um, I actually think a lot about that in relationships. I think a lot about in that social media. Like if people are just kind of screaming all the time, you're just like, eh, I'm just going to mute them. And, you know, like like but when they're when you kind of pick and choose yet, I remember this one time we would always do these little conferences um, before we would actually ref the game like hey what do we know about the coaches and i remember this one time this the one ref he was a senior ref to me he said look this guy he doesn't say anything but if he does say something that means you did you screwed up like he will not say anything but if he does you did something wrong so just so like you you paid attention to that person and i just love that cuz i think that's part of the time is that uh, we got to kind of pick and choose some of those times else. We just kind of get, we just become background noise, right? We just, you know, don't even, so I, I, I love that story. And so you, you are, um, you've done everything. You're, you're like pretty quick for administrator. Right. And so I made yeah. the little Googie Houser joke before we even got on. Cause right. <laughs> you are. Yeah. And I told you, I wasn't that young. I got it. Yeah, do you yeah, actually have to start of of out? Yeah, yeah. Out there. I don't know. Well, because there's my my daughter watches like the new Doogie Hauser. I don't know if you know that. Okay. There's a there's a new Doogie Hauser, right? Did I you know, know that? Yeah, there's a I new Doogie Hauser. It's on the it's on Disney. So uh so Disney Plus? It is Disney Plus, right? Oh so, Lord, no. My son right now I'm stuck on uh -oh. is it PJ Mass? Spidey and his amazing friends. So there's a lot. There's I don't, a, he doesn't need another show right now. There's a there's a lot, right? So uh yeah. so you you've taught, you've been a vice principal, you've been a principal, you work in central office right now. So thinking about your career, thinking about your role as an administrator, who's who's like an administrator that you think of that you know really had an impact on you and and and, and why and why do you say that? Gotcha. Um I think one that, that comes to mind, um good friend of mine. I mean, I consider him a brother. His name's Archie Freeman. Um, he was, he's a high school principal. He he's now, he's actually now at central office himself for his district. Um, I believe he's the chief like academic officer, but the way he like managed everything, like, even though I had the opportunity to, you know, talk to him a lot, like, like I said, even now I still consider him a great mentor and friend. Mm -hmm. But just from afar, just paying attention, because there's an art to delegate. There's an art to management. You know, a lot of folks just assume, oh, someone's in charge and they can just tell people what to do. And right. it's like a lot of us know Ben Lucia, it's, it that's really not how it works. No, it's it's a lot of generating buy in. It's a it's a lot of um, politics that kind of comes into play. I mean, there's so many different things that you really don't expect and think about especially when you talk about someone going from the classroom into a lot of these leadership roles right because th there's a lot of things if you just think about for a lot of us who are in some of these roles when you're being prepped to be a teacher and then when mm -hmm. you're being prepped to be a, a principal or director soup etc those are now some different skills being brought in and i remember just watching the the impact that he had and and the way he built relationships and the way folks would like, you know, run through a wall for them. 
I mean, mm-hmm. that was very inspiring and very effective leadership. So he's one that um, I don't even know if he realized how much of an impact that he had on me um, and just kind of seeing how he carried himself and so forth has really kind of helped me uh, model some of the things that I do. All right, Andre Freeman, if you're listening. Archie, Archie. Archie Freeman, sorry. Yeah, Archie, uh, Archie Freeman. Archie Freeman. Yeah, so that's, uh, I, I love that. I actually, um, I'm, I'm a huge basketball guy. You can see the Raptor stuff behind me. And one of the things, uh, Phil Jackson was probably one of my favorite coaches ever, just because, um, his, like, there's a lot of stuff that I, I learned from him and you kind of running a school. And one of the things he actually did uh, with his team was he wouldn't, like, have his team read the same book. He would actually have um, a book that he would give to each player that was something specific to that player. And he would have, like, he, the amount of knowledge that he had to kind of manage them. And so, like, people know him for, like, Kobe, for Michael Jordan and things like that. But his work, what was really impressive, wasn't basically, you know, his top athletes. It was the person who never played and and actually helping them see what their role was to success, that they all felt they had massive roles to those teams to actually create something. But that actually took really knowing each player, helping bring out their strengths, even though they might not, you know, have been in a position where they played as much as they thought when they were kids kind of thing like that. So like when I listen to you, that story, and when you talk about Archie, I think that's, that's something that's really powerful there is really kind of understanding the people that you serve, you know, bringing out the best in them. And then when you do that and people realize that they, as you said, will go through walls for you, right? They'll do everything. Mm -hmm. So I I absolutely love that. And so the last question, um, and when you think about your teaching career and you know, when you started and what you're doing now, if you could go back and talk to your first year teacher self, uh, what advice would you give? Oh man. It was only like oh. two years ago. So like, I wish I, um, man, that's what I would tell myself is, and I always, and I've always been a firm believer in being on building relationships. Anybody that knows me knows that's like my go to build relationships, build relationships. But even saying that, if I could go back and tell myself that that very first day, you know, getting ready for my first period, walking in there, all nervous, slow down and focus on building relationships because that, that foundation that you build up front carries you the rest of the year, carries you through the good times, the bad times. It it, it just, it sets the stage for everything. Um, And, and I, and like, you know, now I've even got to the point, where when I, like, I firmly believe building relationships is more important for teachers and all educators mm-hmm. than actually knowing your content. Because if you build a relationship and you might fall short on something or you might teach something the wrong way, when you have that relationship there, the kids will, ah, oh, oh, yeah, you had a bad day. Okay, we understand. We'll, we'll go with you. Yeah. But you can know everything. And if you're not connecting it with the kids, you could be the smartest person in the world, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter because your main role is not to only know what you're talking about, but make sure that the kid knows what you're right. talking about to learn it. So, yeah, definitely building relationships, building relationships. Yeah, and I, I really appreciate that focus on kind of like going slow to build those at the beginning. And when I first started teaching, 
uh, I remember, you know, first day of school you have, we're like starting at like 9am. So 9am till 10.30am, I'm like doing icebreakers, you know, getting to know the class, getting to know their names. Uh, they go for recess. I'm like, Hey, here's the syllabus for the year. Like we got to get going. And, and then you, you're, cause you're thinking like, I got so much stuff I got to get through. Like I got to get going on this right away. And then you have like classroom management stuff. You have kids who don't really trust you cause they don't know you. And the reality of this is, is that when you start slow, like if I, like some of the schools I worked with, they actually like encourage teachers, the whole first week should be about building connections with your, with your students. Yes. And then what happens, because a lot of people say, well, when, like, when am I going to teach content? The reality of this is you tend to not have classroom management issues the way you did before. That you're spending less time on those things because you've built that relationship. So I just, I so appreciate that. And um, I really appreciate that, especially, honestly, uh, coming from you, Matt, because obviously when we, when we talk and when we talk before, you are extremely accomplished. You have done incredible work already. Um, and obviously very gifted in the role of education and your first focus is relationships was probably why, um, you you've excelled in so many areas. And I, I can't wait to dig into it more with you and, uh, just hopefully, you know, people, more people connect with you. So, um, you can actually check out Matt's, uh, series. Um, I want to be, uh, in the link below and we're going to talk more about that on our next podcast, but Matt, it's like, like we, we should do this every week, right? Definitely, man. Definitely. We should. We should just like do like you know the Matt and George show, right? Like we kind of kind of have it two weeks in a row, right? I don't know what I'm gonna do next week. I'll just be wandering around. Like where's Matt? You know, maybe I'll exactly. be Matt. Maybe Matt. I'll be Matt's new Archie. I'll be his new friend when they <laughs> There you go, Anyways, Matt. Thanks for being on, and everyone, thank you so much for yeah. listening. There you go, man.